look, considering the space you're in, right? And that pre-COVID, you were doing about a 3 million run rate. The fact that you sort of grew in your space, <laughs> right. added, almost, added almost $2 million of ARR in the past 24 months is pretty darn impressive. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks, my guest today is Shaker Rahman. He's a CEO and founder of BirdZ, a B2B SaaS company and industry pioneering customer intelligence platform that helps supermarket retail deliver a true a supermarkets retail, sorry, deliver a true one to one automated marketing and personalization platform at scale using machine learning and other data driven technologies. Shaker, you ready to take us to the top? Yes, I am, Nathan. Good to be back on. I know it was 2019 last time you're on. So this is great. But just to be clear, for those that are just learning about Birdsey, are you only selling to grocery stores? Currently, yes. We have been asked by a number of other retailers about platform will work for them. But uh, maybe towards the beginning of next year is when we'll try to transition into maybe C stores. Okay. So I go into a grocery store. If they're using Birdsey, are they going to get my phone number or email? Or how do they get that? Is that at the checkout when the people go, hey, do you want to give me your email address to get updated offers and stuff? No, typically we work with retailers that already have loyalty programs. So they already have loyalty programs implemented and our platform kind of goes on top of that. So we take first party uh, customer identified data where you put in your loyalty number or your phone number. So we know exactly what you bought in the transaction. And we use that data to then track customer behavior trends uh, and then figure out what offers to send you. I see. Okay. And what, what might one of those offers sound like? You know, 10% off toothpaste if I come back before Wednesday? Yeah. So the, the unique thing with the Bird's Eye platform is typically the, uh, with the way the promotion industry works is it's CPG driven. So the brands will say, hey, here's what I want to put out coupons on or here's what I want to give deals on. And then the retailers essentially will try to identify the audience that works best for that, those offers. Uh, what we did is we flipped the equation. We said, let's start with the shopper. Let's look at Nathan. Let's look at his purchasing behavior and what will get him back into the store. Forget about what's on sale. Let's see what will get him back in the store. Is it 10% off sushi, 10% off pizza, whatever it is. Let's create a promotion tailored around his personal experience and interests and then figure out how to get that funded down the road. Very interesting. Okay, so what are grocery stores paying you on average per month to use this platform? Oh, it depends on the number of campaigns they run, but it can run anywhere from forty to sixty thousand dollars a month. Okay, what they um, typically pay us. So all of your customers are paying more than forty thousand dollars a month. Some paying much more. Yeah, I'd say the average is around forty. Average is forty. Okay, fair enough. That you know, see, this is this is a very much than an enterprise motion, right? Five hundred thousand dollars ACVs. Do you have a big Correct. sales team? No, not right now. It's just a couple of people because, you know, the industry, while it's big from an addressable perspective in the grocery industry is about $750 billion, but there's only a couple of hundred supermarket chains that are really in our target market, right? And so they represent about $400 billion in sales in total. And what we're really going after is 1% of that is our truly addressable market, $4 billion market. Um, so we're going after a $4 billion TAM, which is 
really where the promotions industry is, right? Where coupons and sale and your weekly ad items, that's about the amount of money that's spent on that part of the business. And that's where we're going after. So how many folks are on the team today full-time? About 28. And how many of those are sales folks with a quota? Two. Two. Wow. Okay. So, so how many deals do you expect one sales rep to close then in a quarter or a half year? Yeah. So we right now we're looking at a velocity around two to three a year. That's a long sale. They must be very patient, right? It is. Yeah, it is. You know, the grocery industry is a tough business. So what we have been very successful at doing, however, is expanding revenue at existing customers constantly with innovation, right? So we've we've had a fantastic track record of going in at a retailer at maybe $10,000, $20,000 a month and expanding that out to $50,000, $60,000 a month in a couple of years. So a lot of customers, our- I was going to say, how many customers are you working with today? About 10. Okay, about 10. Yeah, I mean, I can vouch for this, by the way. When you came on in 2019, you said the average ACV was about 300K. Now it's 500K. So you right. definitely expanded there. And is that because you're upselling new products or seats Correct. or what? Correct. Well, you know, a lot of our roadmap is informed by our customers. So we see their pain points and they come back to us and say, can you solve this? Can you solve that? And we wind up uh, then building our platform based of it. So 50% is coming from pure internal innovation and R&D and 50% is informed by the customer. I see. And can we take 10 customers times that 40,000 ARPU? You guys are doing about $400,000 a month in revenue. Yeah, that's about, that's a, that would be about right. That's great. Look, considering the space you're in, Right. And that pre-COVID, you were doing about a 3 million run rate. The fact that you sort of grew in your space, <laughs> right. I added almost, added almost $2 million of ARR in the past 24 months is pretty darn impressive. Yeah. Well, you know, entrepreneurs are never satisfied. Everybody wants to be 10x in two years. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Now, have you? do you have to pursue growth at all costs? Have you raised a bunch of capital? Uh, not really. Not since the pandemic. We had some just some internal uh, note rounds, but that's about it. Today, of course, we're cash flow positive, so not really Congrats. looking to raise money until maybe the end of the year. We have well, that's a big deal too, because when you last came out in 2019, you told me you were burning 150 thousand dollars a month. Correct, correct. So right now we are cash flow positive, and uh, I guess it's a good position to be in. But we see a lot of new opportunities come into the market, which we think we'll go out and raise some growth capital for. Mm-hmm. So, and just to be clear, including the convertible notes, how much have you raised total to date? About 9.4 million. Oh, well, that's a lot. Wait, so these were big convertible notes because when you came out last time, you had only raised a million dollar seed round in 2014, right? Correct. And then 2018, we did about three and a half. Oh, and then, okay. Yeah. And then in 2020, we, we converted some notes and uh, did another 1.2. Okay. Okay. Got it. And that was in, sorry, 2020? 2021 is when we closed those notes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Got it. So three point so pre-seed of a million, seed of 3.5 million 2018, 1.2 million in notes over the past 24 months. Correct. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than Founderpath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, 
and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. Now, when you look at your pre-COVID valuation, right, when you raise that 3.5 million, mm-hmm. what, what did you raise? I mean, most people are selling in their seed, maybe like 20% of the business. Were you sort of in that same range? Yeah, about the same Okay. Range. Yeah. Okay. So, so what does that mean? That means you were at like a uh, 25 million valuation, 20 million valuation, something like that. You got it. You got it, Nathan. Yeah. Got your yeah, numbers yeah. right. Yeah. Do you care about valuation right now or no? Right now, no. I think we're just putting our uh, nose to the ground and just focusing on growth, revenue growth. And we think that if we get the right velocity and the right market cap that we're going after, the valuation will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. So if you do want to go out and raise some growth equity, what do you think you have to get revenue to before you can do a competitive growth equity round? I think if we if we get a finish this year with a five million realized revenue, mm-hmm. I think we'll get about a fifty to sixty million dollar valuation. Value, yeah, interesting. So maybe you'd be looking at like around like either late Q four this year or early Q one next year. Yeah, we're thinking more early Q one. Early Q one, interesting. And how are you thinking about that? I mean, would you structure that as a hundred percent on balance sheet, or would there be a portion of secondary? Like you know, you're getting to the stage where you can probably pull secondary, right? Yeah, you know, I think we're thinking about a couple of things. You know, obviously there have been some investors who've been with us from day one, so we're trying to see if we can give them some uh, early exit options, liquidity options, and to help some of the initial team take some money off the table, mm-hmm. and maybe raise a larger round as a do a recap plus some growth capital. Hey, one thing you should consider, by the way. So as you know, Founderpath now we're at 120 million dollar fund one of our big use cases is exactly what you just described, right? So you raised a million pre-seed in 2014. They've been around for six, seven, eight years. They're probably going, shaker, man, give me a return here. <laughs> so let's say you, about, you have to negotiate what to pay them out at. So they're going to say, give me 10X and you're going to say, I'll pay 2X, right? right? But like, let's say you agree on 2X, so you need 2 million bucks. Because right. your revenue is at almost 5 million, we could give you up to 50% of your ARR. So we could give you 2.2 million and go use it. And you can use it to go buy out your early investors and buy back 20% equity. Right. Ah, it seems like a pretty good thing. You should look into it. Yeah. I'm not pitching you. I'm more just telling the story so everyone else can hear it and go, oh, okay. right. I, I right. could see how that would work. But we, we should actually talk about that <laughs> offline. We'll see if it works. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, talk to me about more product, right? So you've doubled ARPU, right? So what new products are you building for these grocery chains? Yeah, so I think one of the big, I think it's quite revolutionary, which is typically what happens in, like Nathan, like I said, in the promotions business is retailers go out and seek deals from brands like your Kellogg's and Unilever's. And they say, okay, I'm going to put, I'm going to give you a dollar off a case of uh, cereal. And then what the retailer will then go do is go put it on their weekly ad on their front page, hoping to move that at that at a dollar off, right? So they're restricted by the amount of deals that they have to offer back to the shoppers. And that I think is is a huge constriction on personalization because you don't really care what's on sale or not. You want a product you know, if you go to the store. And so what we decided to do is let's flip this equation. And I think the challenge that the retailers had was really, they didn't have systems that were big enough to figure out if you had a million customers, how do you create unique deals for each of those million shoppers? Yeah. That's really the problem we solved is we have a system now that automatically generates for every individual shopper, six to eight offers a week that gets emailed out to them and executed. Wow. So think, think about now using the entire store catalog 
for creating your promotions. You're no longer restricted by what's on sale, what's on deal. I'm creating, so I'm able to now manage individual customer journeys. So I can, mm-hmm. I can grow Nathan from being a new customer all the way to a loyal customer by driving promotions specifically uh, for him, him or her, right? It's very and this uh, is scale. So this used to take, there are big companies that do this like Dunhumby, uh, which will do it, but they have 400 analysts sitting behind with you know systems and they'll do it. We managed to do it in one hour for a retailer. They can execute these campaigns for hundreds of thousands of shoppers in one hour. Wow. Well, Shaker, I'm excited for you. I hope you double ARPU again before you come on again. That would be a big win for you. But in the meantime, I'm excited. we're out of time. I'm excited for you too. We're out of time here. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite book. I've got to say recently, Build by Tony Fidel. Yep. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, I think uh, to me right now, the most interesting person in the world is Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily follow him, but I study him. Yeah. Uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Birdsey? I've got to say HubSpot. That's become my new favorite. Let me ask you another question. I'm just sort of throwing this in. It's a new one. Um, what are you most curious about right now in terms of just like SaaS in general, like, you know, related to how you grow faster? What are you most curious about? I think I'm curious about how to widen the reach of our technology. That's what I'm really curious about. I think a lot of times you get stuck in rut thinking and you don't understand where else your technology might apply. I'm constantly looking to looking at places that I can apply. I love that. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you got? By the guys, by the way, if you like that question and you think I should add that to the famous five all the time, just shoot me a text 703-431-2709. And you say, Nathan, ask that every time and I'll do it. Okay. I listen to you guys. All right, Shakar, we'll see what they say. Okay. Uh, number, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, I, I say it's gone up. It's about six and a half. Say, okay, that's pretty darn good. And situation, married, single kids? Married, two kids. Well, one is working, the other is in college. That's the way to do it. And how old are you? I am uh, 52 going 26. 52 going 26. I love that. All right. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sorry. No, that. no. You can feel yeah. free to mute it. No worries. What's something you wish you knew back when you were 20? that I can do anything that I want. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, they sell to grocery stores. It should have been killed during the pandemic. They didn't. They added another 2 million bucks of revenue, now doing almost $5 million in terms of run rate, selling a personalization and marketing tool to grocery stores to get shoppers to come back in. They help groceries create custom offers for every single visitor to that grocery store over the past, call it one, two, three, five, 12 months. Again, growing nicely. They did a 3.5 million seed round back in 2018 at about a 20 million post money valuation. Now 28 people on the team, two sales reps looking to scale past their current 10 groceries, uh, grocers that use them, but big ACVs, half million dollar ACVs as Shaker continues to grow. Shaker, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.